Listening to that driving beat from the WXOX Art FM studios in Louisville, Kentucky. We didn't play our theme song. Uh, we're having some technical difficulties with the system that we play our theme song on. It's the only uh, uh, the the background music and uh, our theme song is the only uh, uh, digital technology that we use. 
everything else we play is on vinyl here, and uh, the digital technology frequently fails. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. A vinyl record usually, unless it's it's you know broken, will yeah, run. it's going to play. You yeah. know, it's going to turn under the little needle, and it's going to give us something. But uh, yeah, the dig- oh, I hear something. We don't trust the digital <laughs> technology very much. Uh, anyway, so we're just going to work without it. Uh, you heard Bobby Marchand starting us out. Bobby Marchand with "Shake Your Tambourine," 1966 on Cameo. Then you heard uh, Dion Jackson. That's what you do to me on Carla from 1966 as well. And what you just heard there was ZZ Hill with one side of an amazing double cider. On the Kent label from 1966, that was set your sights higher. The other side is don't make promises you can't keep. And I can never decide which side of that record uh, to play when I pick it up. But uh, that time I I picked set your sights higher. (laughs) Well, uh, back music or no back music, the record's going to play. They're going to sound great. My name is Uwe. And I'm James, and yeah, we're we're a little we're a little shuffled here at the beginning of this episode. Welcome to that driving beat. <laughs> All right, uh, what is up next? Up next, Bunny Siegler. Will you love me tomorrow? That's uh, Shirelle's uh, cover, and that came out on Decca in 1967.
It's not going to happen again. We have uh, we have background <laughs> music again. We figured out our digital music uh, technical difficulties, which were en- entirely human human based. Um, but uh, but yeah, now we have background music again. It's just a little Charles and the Sidebinders. It's a heartache. It came out in New York in on Decca in 1966. Little Charles and the Sidewinders were uh, very successful in New York in the New York area. But really didn't make a big impact uh, nationally. Uh, his real name was Charles Walker, and he was born in Nashville. Uh, spent his musical career mo- mostly in New York, and then in in, in the two thousands, I think he moved back to Nashville. So, and he's still around. He's, he's he's made music for a long, long time, and still making music, as much as I know. So. Quite amazing for somebody who's born in 1940. Mm-hmm. The fabulous Peps before that from Detroit on the Premium Stuff label from 1967. You heard a record that probably no surprise is called So Fine, as <laughs> they said it many times so in the song. Fine. Before that, Major Lance, I just can't help it on OK from 1965. Bobby Bland doing Getting Used to the Blues on the Duke label out of Houston, Texas from 1967 before that. And Bunny Siegel got us started, Will You Love Me Tomorrow? 
Sherelle's cover from 1967 came out on Decca. All right. Um, so yeah, we were we we were just talking about our problems with our uh, our background music. Um, if you listen to that driving beat very often, you probably know that we do we do use digital files uh, just for our background music, so we can kind of let them run while we're talking over them. Um, you know that because we screw it up often enough that, and tell you about it. <laughs> that while the songs we actually feature are all played off vinyl, uh, almost always uh, 45 RPM single. Um, yeah, this stuff you're hearing in the background, just uh, so you don't hear studio noise and us clumping our feet around or whatever, uh, is, is digital. Um, we do have the digital system fixed now. Um, but I do want to. I do want to. Uh, call it feature. the system. Well, the little thing I plug in. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I, wa- I want to make sure everybody knows this is not some part of the WXOX studio that is failing us. This is my my <laughs> that I brought in from home and forgot to have set up correctly that is failing us. Anyway. <laughs> like every other week. <laughs> like every other week. We bring the records. That's the important yeah, part. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, uh, there is the, the you know this this playlist of of stuff you hear in the background uh you're you're hearing actually uh, uh the champ by the mohawks right now that's what's going on back there it's a great song um one of the songs that is on that ba- that background playlist so you hear it almost every week on the show um but you almost never actually like hear it focused oh, yeah. Got uh, to enjoy it. Here it's featured, sure. yes. Uh, so I, I, I do actually have it on, on, on vinyl. Uh, so I'm going to play you, Gentleman June Gardener, It's Gonna Rain. This came out in 1966 on MRC Records, and it's a fantastic mod soul jazz instrumental dance dancer um, that uh, I'm going to play you on the actual record. Here's Gentleman June Gardener, It's Gonna Rain.
with Nothing Is Impossible written by Carl Smith and Marshall Jones and came out on ATGO in 1970 Blinky and Edwin Starr before that with Oh How Happy that one came out on Gordy Records part of the Motown uh, family in 1969 before that beautiful shiny copy of Barbara and Brenda's A Special Kind of Love Heidi Records from 1965 and Gentleman June Gardner Got that start, got that set going with It's Gonna Rain on MRC 1966. Coming up next, The Casual Ears on the Lori record label from 1967. You better be sure. Take it back So baby You must believe 
few episodes of that driving beat uh i think both of us have been playing some some newer stuff we found and some kind of uh, stuff that's still fits within what we intend to do for with the show because it's our show we can do whatever we want um but things that maybe weren't northern soul weren't weren't directly kind of right what you think of as as mod um uh, and and this this show we're uh, we're we're going back to uh, to the northern soul <laughs> and the classic part is we didn't talk about it at all it just happened it's just what we brought down yeah. yeah yeah we we bring our own records down to the uh, the WXOX studios and uh, just put a show together on the fly every uh, every week that's generally what what happens um, but yeah we hope you're enjoying us getting back into some of our uh, our favorite northern soul and and uh, R and B and mod things tonight well i just hope you enjoy it you know that's the most important that the listeners like what yeah, they're playing yeah maybe you tap your feet to it or dance a little bit that would be f- fantastic i'm enjoying it that was sheila ferguson how did it happen it came out in 1965 on lunda before that jackie bond's version of reviewing the situation which if it sounded kind of familiar, but you, but you couldn't place it, it's from the uh, the Oliver the Musical soundtrack, uh, musical that played for a long time, multiple times in uh, in the West End in London. I'm, I'm sure it played on Broadway, and then there was a there was a, a movie of it in the, the late '60s. Um, that uh, uh, Jackie Bond recorded that in in I believe 1967. Uh, she was a uh, an aspiring singer, and I believe she was she was a secretary at uh, the record label that recorded that for her. And then that label kind of went uh, kind of was went out of business. I think I think there might have been some financial shenanigans or something. And it sat on a tape for 50 years until uh, Spoke Records brought it out on 45 in 2017, and that was the first time it had ever been publicly uh, available uh, on on vinyl. I think it snuck out on a compilation CD at some point earlier than that. So that's what you heard was the 2017 pressing on Spoke Records of Jackie Bond doing reviewing the situation, and I am so glad that one made it to vinyl. It deserves to be on vinyl. What a fantastic record. Talking about fantastic records, before that, The Showman, Our Love Will Grow, on Swan Records from 1965. Definitely one of my personal favorites. I definitely have a little tinge of jealousy every time you play that one. (laughs) The Casual Ears got us started with You Better Be Sure. Not you better. I, I I said you better. I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm uh, adding uh, adding a letter there. It's you better. You better be sure. Better. On Laurie, <laughs> 1967. You better. <laughs> All right, coming up, a uh, a, a mid tempo, a kind of slower Northern Soul classic here on the Sioux label from 1964. Baby Washington. It'll never be over for me. I know you come 
Thanks for listening to Dead Driving Beat from the WXX LP Studios out of Louisville, Kentucky. That was Nina Simone. It beats the way sometime. On Asia Victor from 1967. Before that, uh, you heard uh, Baby Washington. It'll never be over for me. Amazing record. Amazing record. That was a that was a, a happy score when I uh, when I grabbed that. Uh, yeah, we do want to thank you for listening to this hour of That Driving Beat. If you want to uh, get in touch with us, we're on social media. You can search for Midnight Hour Sound System on either Instagram or Facebook. Find us on there. See what we're doing. Send us a message. Post on something. Let us know you're out there.
Welcome to the second hour of That Driving Beat from the WXOX Art FM Studios in Louisville, Kentucky. My name's James. And I am Uwe. And we bring 45 RPM records down here to the studio and uh, make a little radio dance party for you. We started the second hour today with Maxine Brown, One in a Million, on the Wand label from 1966. And then you heard Little Show Cook, You Make Me Want to Cry, on OK from 1965. We're going to just keep the, uh, the music flowing here. Coming up next, one from uh, a guy named Bob Kane. He was a nightclub owner and uh, local, local uh, man about town, big wig kind of thing, I think, in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Um, put out a few, a few records uh, in among the other uh, things he had going. Uh, and here's one he put out. I don't know uh, when this was, mid to late 60s sometime probably. But it's on a record called a- ASA Records. Uh, Bob Kane with Ladies Man. Thank you. 
Well, that is our weekly proof that we're playing only vinyl records. Old vinyl. <laughs> um, that needs new life. Um, well, and you can give pretty much no new life to old vinyl records, meaning I need to find a better copy. Yeah, that one sounded like it had been played quite a bit. It, it, it might respond okay to some cleaning. Maybe some of that well, was just uh, it crud looks in the grooves. very, very shiny and pretty. And so I thought, well, that looks actually really good. I, yeah. And I played it at home, and it sounded all right on my little turntable at home, but I didn't play it on the better one. Right, <laughs> right. Anyway, there was the Delacardos. They came from Charlotte, North Carolina, to New York to record on Atlantic in 1966. She's the one I love. Uh... What did we play before that? Was it? Was oh, we played. Uh, uh, we uh, played the Johnny. Yeah, Adams. Johnny Adams. I, I'm just. I'm looking at the the typed up list we do of what we played, and I, I don't know. It scrambled a little bit. Johnny Adams uh, was before that. Don't wait too long. Modern records from 1967. Before that, Daryl Banks. I've got that feeling on Atco from 1967. And uh, Jackie Shane with Frank Motley and the Motley Crew. Before that with uh, their cover of the uh, the R&B hit, uh, hit classic, Money. That one came out on the Canadian Star Shot label in 1966. And uh, I, I think I think that was a long set. I don't think we I don't no. think we talked about things before that, did that, we? That, that's four records like did we usually we? do. Yeah. No, no, we started out with the Bob Kane. So yeah, there was the Ike oh. and Tina before Jackie Shane. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Ike and Tina Turner before that. Dust my <laughs> broom on Tangerine Records. Yeah, and 1961. Then we, st- yeah. then we started out with Bob Kane. We didn't even realize we played six oh, songs oh, in a row yeah. there uh, until we <laughs> until oh, we were looking at what I'm we so played. I'm so sorry I didn't have to t- listen to us talk. <laughs> 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 You're probably further music than us chatting right, about. Right, right. Coming up next on the Cadet label, part of the uh, the Chess Records company from Chicago from 1969. Here's Marlena Shaw with "I'm Satisfied."
Etta Change and Sugar Pie DeSanto, Do I Make Myself Clear, came out originally in 1965 on Argo, and then when uh, there was a little bit of a legal trouble, because there was another record company, Argo, so the chess who owned Argo uh, re-released it on Cadet, so that's the re-release, but was re-released like in the same It's year. really the same label, so Re- really uh, uh, Chess just changed the name of their Argo sublabel to Cadet, really, is, is, yep. is what happened. That's yeah. what happened in the same year. So that, that one was pressed in 1965. It just had a different label. Just, stuck yeah, up. happened to be <laughs> on the second or third or fourth run of, or whatever. So it was on the Cadet label. Anna King before that, the big change on the Ludix label from Philadelphia, I believe, uh, from 1963. Before that, Big Ella, the Queen. 
came out on Brush in 1968. And Marlena Shaw with I'm Satisfied on uh, Cadet again from 1969. Coming up next on the, uh, the Motown sub-label called VIP from 1965, here's C- Chris Clark with Do Right, Baby Do Right.
Lark with Mickey's East Coast Jerk on Money Records from 1964, and yeah, that record from 1964 plays like from 1964. It's been played a lot. Um, and Worn then, out. you know, when you hear something weird on your radio, do not adjust the radio. It's usually the record. <laughs> it's not. It's not your device. Before that, a record that uh, survived from 1967 in really nice shape. The uh, the Wild Weeds. No Good to Cry, that one came out on Cadet. We're playing a lot off Cadet today, uh, kind of randomly. Yeah, and, and, and also, uh, I, I see a lot of Decca stuff here too today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, before that, Lorna Dune, Dangerous Town, R.C. Victor, 1965. And she, uh, we know that she recorded two records. Uh, her last name was spelled differently both times. But that's about it. Uh, she had a big hit uh, with an un- answer record to another big hit for somebody yeah. else. And we have no idea if that's her name. I mean, obviously, that's the yeah. name of a, a literary, or, or of a, I guess of a novel and the character in the novel from I don't know, the Victorian times. I know very little <laughs> about <laughs> Victorian literature. It's not my thing. Well, um, maybe her last name uh, was Dune and her parents just Maybe. Just they went with too. Lorna. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. also a, a, like a shortbread cookie, right? Which has to be named for the, uh, the novel and the, and the <laughs> character. Maybe it's a very uh, common name. Who knows? Who <laughs> anyway, before Lorna Dune, Chris Clark with Do Right, Baby, Do Right, VIP records from 1965. All right, let's just get right back into it and squeeze a few more in. The Mighty Hannibal on Decca from 1965, Jerkin' the Dog. I want everybody that feel like I feel. 
That was Walter Scott. It's been a long time. Musicland USA 1967. Walter Scott uh, was the frontman of, of Bob Cuban and the Inmen. So he was the singer on The Cheetah, for example. Um, his real name was Walter Nodis Jr. Um, it's a very sad story. I don't have time to tell you all the story, but uh, look it up. Look up Walter Scott and, and, and Wikipedia. It, it's right out of uh, cold case files. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, so there's, yeah. A, there's a true crime podcast in there's, there somewhere. There's a true crime podcast in there, absolutely. The Mighty Hannibal before that. Jerkin' the Dog, Decca from 1965. Thanks for listening to That Driving Beat. We are out of time. You can find us on social media. Just search for Midnight Hour Sound System on Instagram or Facebook. And join us again next time. Coming up, Martha and the Vandellas on Gordy Records from 1964 in my lonely room. Until next time.